This is the Get Out of Here Baldy Podcast, episode 41, May 16th, 2023. This is a special episode that we are calling the MomCast. Ben and Aaron invite our moms onto the show to talk about raising us and our brothers. We just want to celebrate our mothers as we just had Mother's Day on Sunday. And so we hope you enjoy this session of storytelling. We had a good time. We hope you have a good time listening to this as well. Next week, we'll be back on our regular episode style. But for now, friends, thanks for joining us. And now, let's go get this bread. They're Ben and Aaron, and they love sharing about their love for Jesus and food covered in cheeses. Weird news, history, sports regaled from a generation raised playing Oregon Trail. National celebrations almost every day. There's only one thing I have to say. Don't you point or stare at their lack of hair. Yes, they're follically challenged. So sing along with the biblical Baldy Ballad. Get out of here, Baldy. Get out of here, Baldy. If you don't know what I mean, read 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23. Get out of here, Baldy. Get out of here, Baldy. If you don't know what I mean, if you don't know what I mean, come and take a listen to your two bald kings. Well, good morning, Baldy Buddies, and welcome to another episode of the Get Out of Here Baldy podcast. This is episode 41, and I'm joined by, I'm your host, Aaron Michaud. I'm joined by my good friend and colleague, Pastor Ben Hitsfield, but this week we're doing a little something different. In honor of Mother's Day, our moms, Ute Helm and Marilyn Michaud, are joining us on the podcast today. So welcome, moms. Yes. Thank you for having us. Oh. This is wonderful. We're going to have some fun, I think, today. I think so. Um, Yeah. You're in for a ride. We might be blushing from time to time. (laughs) But uh, before we get into talking about motherhood, uh, could you guys just tell us a little bit about yourselves? And I don't know who wants to go first, but feel free to jump in. Go ahead. Go ahead, Yudi. Okay. Like, like, what about myself? Like, whatever you feel like the people should know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Well, I was released from prison. Uh, No. (laughs) Um, um, As you probably know, I have an accent, and people ask me all the time, Mm. where's your accent from? And I'm always joking with them, so I'm saying, I don't have an accent, you have an accent. (laughs) Anyway, so, but, um, you know, I was born and raised in Germany on an island in the North Sea, and so... Um, you know, it's uh, quite different to, of course, live in the States, but it's home now. So, and uh, yeah, um, I grew up with, let's see, three older sisters and one younger brother. And my, my dad was in the police, my mom, um, and my dad built a new house when I was five and we had a bed and breakfast. So I grew up with oh. lots of people in our house, you know, and that's probably where my husband the thing comes from. I love having people around in the home. Mm. And uh, my dad also had a, I grew up with fresh vegetables and everything because my dad had a garden pot he leased. Uh, 
as long as I, you know, have known. And we, of course, would have to help in the garden and everything and harvest everything and, of course, snack on strawberries and stuff. So I grew up with a lot of fresh stuff. And um, But as a kid, you know, you don't really think about it that much. You know, when you get older, then you really appreciate it a lot mm -hmm. more. So, but anyway, yeah, so that's that's kind of my little, little thing. When did you move to the States? That's what exactly oh. what I was going to ask. Oh, I was... <laughs> In nine, March 1981, so I was 20 years old. We had just been married for six months. I think we got married in September, so yeah. And then uh, market station in uh, Coos Bay, Oregon. So we went back to the States. I met the in-laws. I met everybody. We traveled around by car. Back then, still 55 miles an hour. So we traveled from <laughs> Texas go. all the way to Oregon. And uh, what a, oh my gosh, what a... Um, um, I don't know what you call it, like a culture shock, mm -hmm. you know. Mm. So everything was just like, wow, amazing. Mm. So still is in a lot of ways, but yeah, <laughs> 1981. So I was almost 21 years old and, you know, so yeah, mm. long time ago. Crazy. Hard to believe my mom was once 21 years old, you know. It's crazy. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> You know, yeah. you're just, you know, you do know we're giving them the floor here in a few minutes. That's dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. Well, awesome. Well, thank you. How about you, Mom? Uh, was born and raised in Wichita, Kansas. I, too, had a father that was a gardener. Uh -huh. So we always had fresh vegetables and we had fruit trees in our yard and everything. Yeah. Um, Big, uh, an area where there was a lot of kids, you know, your block, there must have been, you know, 15, 18 kids just in one block. So, yeah. And so that I've lived my whole life in Wichita, Kansas. Mm. Wow. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Awesome. And so now you guys are moms. And so could you just tell us how many children you have and kind of what their ages are? Ooh. Ooh, precise. I won't ask you your age, <laughs> but okay. Um, what was your question again? <laughs> <laughs> the names and ages of your children. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I have four boys. Eric is forty. Yes, just ben turned forty. Thirty-nine. Right. Tim is thirty-five. And Mikey is thirty-one. Okay, it's that dude and in the I background. Am, <laughs> you have another. I board. am. Yeah, Six, sixty-two. So, so, yeah, can you get Duke? Please get him some treats. <laughs> Love it. Duke, go, go get he some was, treats. He's going to be a podcaster too. Yeah, he goes. I'm going to be in on it. How That's many right. pets do you have? He said you didn't ask how many pets you had. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, just one pet. Yeah, take him in your office, babe. <laughs> and you, mom? Um, the names and ages. So I have three boys. We're we're all about the boys, weren't we? Yeah, all about the boys. Three wow. boys. It's hard to say. Goodness. The oldest one is forty-five. Oh wow! Yeah. Aaron is forty, oh, and the baby's thirty-nine. Nice. Oh, oh, nice. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're going to get into letting you two embarrass us this morning. And so yes. I was just kind of curious 
Uh, what were Ben and I like in that kind of infant toddler stage? Um, or maybe, I mean, if you even want to go back to when we were in the womb, you're welcome to do that too. And feel free to include as many stories as you like. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Do you want to start off, UD? Sure. Hmm. Yeah, I made myself notes, so I, I stay on task here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, Larry said, let her talk. He said, no, just notes. Oh, she'll, um, she'll, trust me, she'll get a word in. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> well, I I found the uh, my health record the other day, and Ben was born in the big state um, of the USA. Um, he was born in Homer, Alaska. And um, I found my health record the other day, and it said that I had an unremarkable pregnancy. Unremarkable. Unremarkable. Yes. That's, that's a good thing. So, yeah. Okay. And so he was born on uh, April 8th, 1984. It was a Sunday. And uh, Alaska at that point had breakup. Basically, everything that was frozen was melting. So mm-hmm. when you go on any roads that are not paved, you bounce up and down. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. We had picked up a washer and dryer from somebody. And we were bouncing in that pickup. And I went into labor. So, and... Uh, <laughs> Really, I mean that's really, and it was on time. It was my due date, so it was great. Oh. Um, ben, you know, of course, was his second second child. So Ben and Eric were fifteen months apart, and um, we we planned it that way because Eric was, you know, six months old. We're like, let's have another one. So, and Ben was when he was born very fidgety. He was just very, if I would change his diaper or something, you know, just like, and, and so I, I just didn't know how to, how to calm him down and everything. And so we played in his room, the only thing, the only radio station that was really available up in Homer, Alaska, yeah. and it was the Moody Broadcast. So Ben listened to old-time radio, old-time preaching, old-time hymns every time he took a nap or he went to bed at night. I love it. And so now, now I know how to put people to sleep by doing the same thing. That's awesome. And, and that's kind of the, you know, how he, after like four, he was four months old and I realized he's not fidgety anymore. I can hold him. I can change his diaper and dress him and without him, you know, getting all upset. So I don't know if that made a difference, but I think really the, the whole atmosphere in his room changed, mm. you know, that. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Who's yeah, your favorite? Preacher. Was Charles Stanley on the Moody? I have no idea. <laughs> I think my dad was just <laughs> raving about Stanley. that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah. we're just yeah, watching Charles Stanley mm-hmm. on Mother's Day. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I, I would walk by the room and then still hear Charles Stanley preaching. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh. yeah. so yeah. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. It's good listening. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Start him young. It's paying cool. off. That's right. It's paying off, I think. What about you, Mom? You got anything to say about me and babyhood? Well, Aaron was like, you know, and you guys have lived in the Kansas area enough, long enough now to know that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. if you get six or eight inches of snow in Wichita, Kansas, that's like a lot of snow. They don't have that kind of equipment, Mm -hmm. you know. So Aaron decided to come during the snowstorm. So we happened to live someplace where they would do oh, wow. your uh, roads, you know, and then they would come back and do your driveways. Mm-hmm. And so Pat kind of ran out to the guy and flagged him down and goes, would you do my driveway? And the guy goes, well, usually I do the streets first, you know, and then the driveways. And he goes, 
well, would you come in and help me deliver a baby then? And he goes, I've got you covered. Get in your car. I'm taking you all the way out to the wow. That's awesome. So he got us out there. So, Goodness. yeah, Aww. February 1st. Uh, oh, wow. And he was a good baby. He was, he was a little colicky, you know, but he was a very good baby. And, you know, I know all mothers say this, but he was a beautiful baby. He really Aww. Was. A beautiful baby. Awesome. I, this yeah. might shock our listeners, but I was born with a full head of hair. You were. <laughs> hey, you graduated baldy. high school with a full head of hair. Nice. I've got pictures. It's got long curly hair. It's got a lot of curls in his Man. hair and stuff. So. How cool is that? When it yeah. went, it went. So, but yeah, he was a good wow. baby. And then if we want to jump on to toddler and then I'll let Uda go on. Sure. Yeah. He was a very uh, fastidious little toddler. Mm. Like if his shirt didn't match his shorts to match his socks, oh. he would get very upset. Oh, okay. So you had to make sure everything. Now where that went, I don't know because that's long gone. <laughs> Fastidious. <laughs> I like that. There you go. But and then when he was he wa- he loved to watch Sesame Street and he always okay. had this hat on. And you could literally not talk to the kid. I mean, you could sit right beside, mm. and he's so laser focused oh. that he would know you were there. Really? So you could talk to him while he was watching TV, and just he would just be he just zone in. He would not. Mm-mm. Yeah, mm. he wouldn't even pay any attention to you. That's exactly like so. my older brother, who was born like a, just like a week and a half before you there in you 1983. Know. So that's funny. Yeah. Well, my yeah. wife would yeah. say that that trait probably never went away. <laughs> yeah, they still has that trait. <laughs> Interesting. The laser focus, yeah. Huh. <clears throat> but he was a pretty easy mm-hmm. kid. You know, I noticed when we were in the neighborhood and stuff, he would play with other kids for a while, and then he'd get a little tired of that, and you could always find him up in his room, okay. either reading yeah. or, you know, playing Legos or something, but mm-hmm. sometimes he had, yeah. had, had enough. Okay. And yeah. so he would like to be by himself. Yeah. So yeah. he, he kind of like a not not completely an extrovert, not completely an introvert. Just kind of needed to have both both of those. It's mm. interesting. Pretty good qualities for a pastor. Huh? It is, yeah. And a lot of pastors are like that for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Any stories about uh, Ben when he was kind of in that toddler phase? Yeah, Ben was born um, surprisingly without any hair, <laughs> and uh, I mean just very little. OG you know, Baldy. And I never reached the brush on him for the first year. So I still have a picture where he uh, he had uh, gotten a hold of some chocolate before we were going to go someplace. He was all dressed, and he had gotten chocolate, and this whole outfit was full of chocolate. And, you know, so we just had to take a washcloth, wipe everything off, and he was fine. Never used to brush the first year. So And then later on in high school, and, you know, also as a toddler, he had great hair. He had very blonde hair. So... And as a toddler, Ben was kind of like like Aaron. He would, you know, socialize and play, but then he would also go off on his own and kind of like be in his room and play with stuff. And and yeah, I think sometimes uh, it was too much, you know, too much, too many people and, mm-hmm. and too much playing. And so he would also go off and just yeah, have his his own time. That's fine. so. We were both kind of that way. Yeah. Do, you, do you still feel that way about people? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, there's <laughs> certainly after church on Sunday, uh, I'm ready to, to go and just, just get out of there. So do, now, yeah. do you remember um, how I tied my shoes with double knots? Do you remember that? Yes, I have it on my list. Let me cross that off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, ben, as a, even as a small toddler or, or kid, when he learned to do his tying his shoes, 
he would make so many knots until there were no more laces left. <laughs> so taking the shoes off was horrible. So when Velcro came out, he had Velcro tennis shoes. Loved Velcro. There you go. So, Love Velcro. Oh, yeah. And there's one story that later on, when he was in middle, no, was it middle school when you were in that small town in Enterprise? In oh, that school? yeah. And he also, if he had long laces and stuff, he was sitting on some kind of playground equipment and the girls had kind of secretly tied all his long laces to the monkey bars or something, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. whatever you were yeah. sitting on. Sitting on the ladder, yeah. yeah. So he couldn't go into back into class after recess. So, I, c- I couldn't yeah. untie it. The way I was sitting, there was no way I could get to my shoelaces and untie it. And so the bell rang and all the girls – I got bullied by girls in my sixth grade class because there was only two oh. other boys in my class. And so That's they, just how they say that they, like, they liked you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so they all, they all ran into the building and left me out there. And I was out there for like 20 minutes before anybody came out to rescue me. I could have sat there all day. Anyways. Awesome. So as as we kind of grew up and got to be more school age, um, did we develop any kind of fun quirks or like as we entered into that phase, uh, kind of what in our personalities started to come out a little bit during that season? Well, well you know, go ahead, Yudi. Okay. Uh, ben was always a very tidy dresser. Mm. If he had pants on, like for church, definitely on Sundays, and even school shirt was tucked in all the way and, you know, like suspenders even and, and just always very properly and tightly dressed. Nothing was hanging out. No shirt hanging out ever yeah. at that stage. Pants were usually so pulled up above my belly button. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Velcro shoes and pants above the belly button. You do it when you're young and then you do it when you're old. And it's like, I don't know why we just lose our minds in the in-between phase. but Exactly. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's one of them. And um, I don't know if he had any quirks. I just um, he would sleepwalk when he was a, a young kid. So and we went. I would go when they were in bed. I would go check on them. And and uh, him and Eric and Tim, Monkey wasn't there yet. Had one room together. And Ben and Eric had uh, bunk beds. Ben was on the bottom, and he had a dream about his brother. And uh, he was trying to basically complain about his brother, and he didn't know what to say. And as as I came into the room, Ben was sleep uh, talking, and he was saying, "You, you, you little little bonehead, you!" <laughs> so he was complaining about his brother, and we were just cracking up because his and then he would get up and sleepwalk through the living room. He was going to go out on the porch, so. Awesome. Oh, I love it. You're like raining down curses on your brother in your sleep. That's right. He <laughs> deserved it. Wasn't it really I'm sure. That's right. It wasn't really me. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, speaking yeah. of bunk beds, I don't. Mom, do you remember when? Uh, we, I think we had bunk beds. I don't know we if did. it was when we were visiting or what. And uh, Adam would always kick the slat with his foot, uh-huh. and you kept telling him, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" And then one day he finally kicked it to the point to where it came out, and the mattress. I, I, don't, I think it was me or my older brother was on top, and it just dropped flat on him. Uh, I don't know why I had, that memory came back when she was telling that story. What lesson? <clears throat> yeah. Well, Aaron was a very good student in school, even like at a very early age. We moved to Hawaii when he was uh, going into third grade. Is that correct, Aaron? Yep. So, 
Yeah, but so when he was in first grade and he they went to a, a pretty, you know, pretty good school and they were wanting to move him up a grade. Mm-hmm. And his grandfather, um, Michaud, had kind of, they had kind of done that to him through mm-hmm. his uh, schooling. And he was adamant that he didn't want us to do that. So mm-hmm. he... You know, he stayed in his grade and stuff, but what he ended up doing is learning to tutor other kids. Mm. And so there's no better way to know if you really know something than if you can teach it to somebody else, right? So, um, yeah, he was really good Mm. at helping a lot of other students with some of their struggles. Mm. And when Uh we got to Hawaii, it kind of paid off because some of his friends' dad owned a, remember when he still had video stores? Oh yeah, at a video uh, store, so Aaron could go and get anything he wanted to rent nice. in there and stuff. So turned into a nice little side hustle in high in school. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Blockbuster, yeah, it was Jeremy's Texas dad. I remember that. And got free rentals yeah. whenever because you helped him, kind of tutored him. I, he sense? paid me twenty five bucks an hour too. Wow, and free, and free back in rentals. the day. That's pretty back good. Back in the day. Wow. I, Those fact, are island man, <laughs> I don't know that I've made that good of money since. $25 an hour. <laughs> you should have stuck with the two. That's a pretty good deal right there. Absolutely. That's funny. Huh. Well, all right. Anything else from that kind of age? I don't remember. I mean, you were just pretty, pretty easy kid until you got to high school. Oh. oh, we're going to get there. Mm. We're going to want to hear about this. No, he, yeah. No, he had, he had a good, um, just really good teachers. And I think you had a pretty good time at school. I mean, I always say, oh, Aaron would say this. Mom, just because I'm smart at school doesn't mean I enjoy it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because we all just well, I was assume. never that good a student, so but uh-huh. I just figured if you'd made good grades, you'd probably yeah. kind of enjoy it. But I guess that kind of for me now. Kind of yeah, because that's what I would think is like the kids that got good grades that they enjoyed it. So that kind of blows the myth, you know. Mm-hmm. Says, hey. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I have to eat those words now when I hear them out of my own son's mouth. <laughs> my oldest says yep. that same thing. But, well, let's. Well, should we move into the middle school, high school phase? Mm, yeah, we could do that. As yeah. we started going through puberty and different things, mm-hmm. what did our moms see in mm. us as they prophetically reflect back on our lives? Mm. Go ahead, Nick. Be interesting. <laughs> well, Ben, I, I, and this was still kind of like elementary school time, I think. Okay. Elementary school. I had, I had walked by his room. And he had a little desk. Um, it was kind of like a double desk. And he had lined up all his stuffed animals on it. And he was imitating our pastor. And he was preaching to his stuffed animals. Mm. And that's when we already kind of knew, like, okay, mm. he's going to be pastor. I mean, mm-hmm. just, you know, it's the same. I mean, it was so cute. So, um, of course, when um, he was in middle school, we went to, I don't even know what church we went to at that point. Must have been a Sunday, right? Um, so yeah, probably. But, uh, ben, ben was a good student in elementary school. I think middle school too, right? I, I was a good student. I wouldn't like yeah. all yeah. A honor roll kind of thing, yeah. but A B honor roll wasn't yeah. you know out yeah. of the question. And then in, in high school, um, I wanted him to take German, and he did, but that didn't 
No, no. stick. No, no. Didn't stick, huh? Mm-mm. And uh, Eric and Ben would give each other tips for, uh, for parent-teacher conferences, and they said, don't sit on her right side during parent-teacher conferences, because if the teachers would say something mm-hmm. uh, that was, you know, derogatory or just not good, yeah. I would just hit them. Yeah, her you know, with my right hand. Like, yeah. oh, I can't believe you did this, or mm-hmm. you didn't turn your homework in, or right. whatever. <laughs> so they gave each other tips. Don't sit on her right side. Exactly. I guess left, I'm not that fast. So <laughs> That's a I sign of that. a good parent. I hear now <laughs> most parents are yelling at the teachers rather than children during Kids. those conferences. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Ute, for raising well, them right. You know, I also did that while we were teaching them how to drive, so that wasn't that good. Oh. <laughs> I think I but, you know, he was a, a, a good, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, mean, teen, I think the middle school years, and this was with all of them, that's when they all started crying, like, like emotionally, you know, like you say something and drop it the hat, they would start bawling about something. That was more in middle school. So kind of like, you know, it was hormones changing and everything. High school, it wasn't that much anymore. Mm. So, but yeah, but he was, he was good to be around and helpful. And yeah. And I don't know awesome. if you have anything, Ben, that you want to add to that, that, sticks out for you, I mean, you know, like, um, yeah. yeah did you like so, did he have any like specific like extracurriculars that he was into during yeah, that season like, you did band right for, for a little bit yeah up through middle school did band uh did track yeah. and did football also in junior high as well oh that's right um, yeah. and i gave that up when i was in high school because i wanted to i wanted to work yeah. i i didn't want to do anything yeah. other than make money so, <laughs> so yeah. i gave up all yeah. my extracurriculars so yeah yeah. Again, that's something that we left behind in high school, mm-hmm. making money. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know what, Aaron? I, your father would kill me if he had to tell, I haven't said one thing about your um, athletic career. Oh. Because oh, yeah. Aaron true. played soccer mm-hmm. and he played baseball. That's true. All mm-hmm. Wow. Grade school and high school, yeah. So then he got to high school and he started playing volleyball, right? JV volleyball. Yes. And I tried uh, everything in high school one year. I mean, <laughs> st- nothing stuck. So, uh, I guess what happened is like you, you couldn't go. You didn't make the varsity team, right? And you aged out of being able to play mm-hmm. volleyball. Mm-hmm. Well, it was oh. that, and then there was that party incident where. Oh. I kind of got well. There are some consequences that you could deal with, or you could leave the athletic department. <laughs> and so, oh, I that's when I chose to pick up a, a different career mm-hmm. <clears throat> and a smarter one. So he went into dance because the young lady he was um, dating at the time was in dance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so only guy dancing, yeah. but there were, just happened to be these teachers were really quite good choreographers. Mm-hmm. I mean, statewide, they were kind of known and stuff. So they got to, uh, and Aaron has tapes, Ben, if you haven't seen him. Yeah, I know he still I has haven't. his dance We just got to find a VCR. Okay. We have, well, I <laughs> we found one up find. in the third floor. All right, there we go. Here at the church, we have a few laying around. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so he, he, they got to do a lot of fun things with him being, you know, and he was never in, any better shape than he was when he was dancing. I mean, that guy was oh. in shape. Tip top shape. Because yeah. you're lifting girls mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Wow, that's yeah. cool. That's so awesome. when the guys came over from the volleyball team and looking in the windows to see what Aaron was doing, nice. they kind of figured out he kind of had the better deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you can hang out with 15 sweaty guys or a bunch of girls. Right. <laughs> <Yes. That's right. laughs> there you go. I felt like I made the wise decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody made it for you, but that's, anyway. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Man. So as as we um, kind of started to get out of that, I mean, any other, I guess, stories from middle school, high school that you guys want to share before I jump through that? No, I think okay. we're good. Do you have any stories you want to tell on yourselves? No. Mm. No, that's yeah. a, that's a, I mean, there's some things <laughs> that we did. Something that your, your moms mm. might not know about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, she hey, knows that we smoked do, when you, pot. When once, the boys all get together, so do they once. start telling stories that you knew nothing about? Right. right. Uh, yes, yeah. they do. I think a I lot of the point, stories. You did what? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think yeah. there's anything I that sh- we've done that we haven't like spoke about in family gatherings over the last you know ten, fifteen years yeah. and stuff. I think most of it's yeah. come out. I mean, we lived very. We, when we got in trouble, we, there were consequences at home, and so we ju- we we got in trouble, and then we adjusted pretty quick. All of us boys, I would think. So um, we didn't live very yeah. wild, crazy lives. We were very much poster child for growing mm-hmm. up in the church, um, you know, for for the most part. And uh, and so we did our little things here and there. I think my my younger or Tim, who's three years younger than me, I think he had kind of the wild high school years, you know, and, uh, but otherwise I was, I was kind of a religious pastor nerd, you know, in, in high school. And, uh, I just kind of walked the straight and narrow for the most part. And so, um, listening to Chuck Stanley in the crib, I waited preaching to stuffed animals later on. (laughs) That's That's the way you want to see it. Yeah. I well, waited until after high school. Down, he's got a whole new career in the crib. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, Ben was also very creative when he was in high school because one year he was going to prom and he had two girls. That's right. I, I don't did. know. Yeah, actually, I don't know how that happened. actually, it happened. That happened two years in a row. I took two dates because I took <laughs> sisters one year, uh, just so happened, and then my 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 junior year. It's a poor interpretation of the <laughs> patriarchal narratives. Okay, <laughs> no, <that's right>. my <laughs> my girlfriend my junior year broke up with me, and so to get back at her, I invited another girl to go with us, and I didn't tell her. And so when I showed up to her house for pictures, <laughs> I came walking in with my second date. And the look on wow. her face was priceless. How did that go? Over? Well, um, she our our pictures were are kind of funny, but it, the, I kind of paid for it because in my senior year, I actually was going to go with a girl that I I thought we were going to get married, and she ended up getting sick at pictures, and I didn't have a date my senior year, so I had two dates, my sophomore and junior year, and then senior year, I was stag, sitting out on the top of my buddy's Jeep, smoking a cigar out in the country while my friends were out cutting a rug, dancing at senior prom. There you That's go. your penance for bringing two dates, you get nothing <laughs> next year. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. I love it. That is fantastic. So now I want, I want to give you guys a chance to... Um, one praise us, but also critique us. <laughs> and us. so, you've you've watched us now, kind of start to raise our own children. Um, and so, 
how do you think we're doing? What, what do we do well? And, you know, we're going to give you an opportunity to, before the church say, hey, this is might something you might think about um, doing a little better. You're giving your children complexes in this area, um, which I'm sure I'm doing to mine. But um, so, yeah. So feel free to just talk about how what you see in us as as parents. I, I'm just uh, very surprised. Um about Ben's ability uh, and, and, and patience mm. to, to be a dad. Um, I, I think Ben, um, of course, when you're first a parent, you have no experience. So, and um, I think we all go through that, but it's, it's hard sometimes, you know, when the baby cries and you've got to be on time someplace and that kind of stuff. And, and yeah, you see your, your children sometimes frustrated, you know, when they're, starting out with parenthood, but I think over the years, Ben has really just um, become such a even, you know, dad that mm. I seldom see him frustrated with anything, and mm. just, I'm amazed how, mm. how well of a dad he is, um, because it, I, not because, you know, um, I, I think it's just hard for mm. anyone oh, yeah. at this time to be a parent right. mm-hmm. yeah. to, to the pressure you know they have now uh, to make decisions to re- to allow things or not allow things it's just wow I'm glad I raised him in the yeah. you know when he was grown up so yeah, yeah. um yeah that's oh dear well, I, I appreciate that dude I love it patience that's will good. you rub patience. off on me a little bit because I can tell you what my kids would say I don't have <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Eliana makes it really easy uh, on mm. us uh, from day yeah. one. Mm. She's been, and so maybe that's why we we don't have a second child because we don't want to. <laughs> so no, she has been very. She's been like a grown up baby all of her life, mm. a grown up child yeah. all of her life, really. Yeah. So well, and Aaron will agree with you on that one because it was so sweet when and he him and Sarah are fabulous parents. Yeah, and yes, uh-huh. just yes, they're yes. fabulous. But when they had Asher, he was one of those babies that Uh would sit and play for hours all by himself, you know, Uh just, and would learn things. It Mm. it was amazing how fast he could learn things. And then, so what is there? Is there five years apart, Aaron, of him and Asa? So like four, four and change. Yeah. So, you know, Sarah goes, oh, she really wanted another baby, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. Uh And then out came Asa, you know, yeah. and he was like, if there hadn't been a village, he would have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> he was polar opposite. Yeah. The Lord has a sense a of sweet, humor. I he's love such it. a sweet child now. He, but, oh, I mean, yeah. he got named after King Asa and is oh, like, he'd yeah. say every day, I'm going to rule the world. And oh, his grandpa nice. would have to say, not today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that they're both Asher and Asa, man. They're just, from the day that we first met them, they both have their, they're so unique. And and I see influences of both Aaron and Sarah in both of them, and and it's it's a good example. To, I mean, having one child, you know, we can we don't we don't have to say, well, you know, treat this one this way, and and you know, but to to parent two kids, that it's it's just not a one size fits all kind of thing, you know, and and it not every not. not every parent understands that as as well as as you and Sarah do. So if I might, I mean, just 
anyways. Well, and then confession time. So Asa does try to rule the world. So one of the things I did with him was I used to make him kiss my ring <laughs> and say, yes, your majesty. <clears throat> Just to let him know that in this house, I'm the king. No, no, they don't do that anymore. It was cute when they were three, but there's rebellion into the ranks at eight and 12. I'll tell you what. Good times. So, well, yeah. man, you guys are just going to be positive, huh? No healthy critiques? Well, no. I think, uh, well, I wanted to say, well, we didn't talk about, like, when you guys got out of high school, and I don't know if we're going to do that mm. or not. No, that's, yeah. If you you yeah, want to yeah, tell stories, sure. we can open up the floor now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just whatever you have to say. Well, Aaron decided to go to Colgate, and he, that's upstate New York, mm. from uh -huh. Hawaii. I kind of felt like it was a mistake. But, and you were you right. And I, I, in hindsight, I will <laughs> admit, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was, yeah, so that didn't work out. So mm. we came and got him. And then how long after was that, honey, before you went on your YWAM trip? Not very long. No, ago. yeah, so I did, I think I left that following fall. So I did like a semester, um, the, the spring semester and the summer semester at community college there in Maui. Yeah. Yeah, and went on the mission. But trip. anyway, I was kind of proud of him cool. because the, where did you guys went to? Did you go to New Zealand? Uh, New Zealand, um, the big so the north part of New Zealand, uh, the big island, and then our outreach portion was in Tahiti. Right, oh, wow. suffering for Jesus, mm. you know. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was really proud of him because was it from was it from Hawaii back to the states where you lost your passport? Yes. Okay. So yeah, there was uh, a season where for some reason, when we were flying from the big island to Tahiti, the cheapest flights went through LA. Don't, don't, don't do the math yeah. on that. I have no idea why that works. So we flew to LA Goodness. when we, so we had a layover where we actually had to like 14 hours or something. So a buddy and me went and got a hotel room and took a nap. Um, and then on our way back to the airport, when I got to the counter, um, I, it's misplaced my passport. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so my leader was there looking at me going, would you like me to stay with you? And I'm like, nah, just go. I'll figure it out. And so at 19 years old, I was alone in LA trying to figure out how do I get uh, a new passport and get to Tahiti that's to meet the way up to with my it. team. That's the only uh, way you learn, man. I mean, that's it. So we did it too. Uh, that's what you call it in the fire pan, right? So, and then you go stay with some. some yeah, so I had a friend, at at, a couple of friends at Pepperdine, and mm -hmm. you know it was kind of a nominally Christian university. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if they hold to that now or not. But anyway, so they had uh, the strict policy in the dorms that boys were not allowed uh, in 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 the girls', the girls dorms. Yep. So they snuck. So we're I'm on a mission trip, and I'm at a Christian university and hiding. In the girls' dorms, <laughs> nice um, to stay nice. there, and so there are trying to get your passport, and uh, to to get my passport to get to Tahiti, and so um, wow. I, there were a few times the RAs came where they're like, "The RAs coming!" So I had to like uh, run into the bathroom, jump up on the toilet, and like so they had a like shower curtain that I would shut and hide. Oh, wow. um, and sometimes oh. I had to exit through like they had this little window that opened up because they were kind of below ground, but I'd oh. crawl up out of that to get out of there, and so that's awesome. But yeah, that was a fun time. Uh, but I was kind of proud of them at that age to yeah. figure that all out. Yeah, exactly. You know? That was yeah. pretty good. Well done. Yeah. That's awesome. I made it. And, I, and then I, you'll have to tell Ben the Tahiti story one of these days when you're... Yeah. Oh, when they kidnapped me on my birthday. Oh. And 21st birthday. 
So I got well, I'll just tell it now. Yeah, I got hogtied. Okay. So that so <laughs> they, you didn't know you were sound asleep, right? Yeah, that's right. I was sound asleep, and so um, one they speak French there, and we had a bunch of French Canadians on our trip. So a lot of the time, I was just sitting listening to a bunch of Canadians <laughs> talk French to Tahitians at the breakfast table, going, "Okay, yeah, this I have no idea what's going on." Well, right at breakfast. Mark, my my buddy on that trip, had set up with the the Tahitian crew. Um, they agreed to come in the middle of the night um, on my birthday. They hogtied me, um, dragged me out into the middle of a field, um, ended up putting me on a chair and tying a noose around my neck. And then they started yelling. Oh, man. I think he was trying to get them to yell jump, but they yelled, Juma! Juma! And then they ended up pushing me off this chair. And then I, oh the my. noose wasn't actually tied to anything, yeah. and so I just fell into the field, like, <laughs> um, and woke up. And the, like they got the whole, like the whole village was out there just laughing at me <laughs> at like happy two birthday. in the morning on my birthday. I'm like, happy birthday, everyone! I'm like scared to death. But anyway. I really want to drink after that, man. I'm like, oh I didn't God. think they were cannibals in Tahiti, but your pants. oh my gosh, <laughs> they were good times. Wow, that was yeah. an adventure season. Man, so that gives awesome. them to 21 or so. So, yeah, <laughs> go ahead, you <laughs> That's funny. Well, Ben went, uh, you were still in high school when you went into the uh, Air Force, I mean, uh, Army Reserve, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. He, he joined, and then you went to basic after your... B- basic you after my high? junior year, so right before okay. so the summer leading okay. up to senior, yeah. Uh, yeah, graduated so, right uh, right before 9-11. Or 9-11 happened right before I graduated. Right before 9-11, from, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we drove down there and they, mm-hmm. everything was locked down because it had just happened. They, we were supposed to get gas for the car to go down to, to uh, Lawton, Oklahoma. Lawton, right? Oklahoma? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. And uh, the gas prices jumped from like nothing to like $5 and higher and stuff. And, uh, you know, because nobody knew really what happened. What happened. Mm-hmm. So... And uh, we went down there, and they, it took, I think, like five hours to get on base. It was such a long line. They really cut short the ceremony and everything, the graduation ceremony, but he graduated. We took him home after that. And then I don't remember. I think you went back to school after your mm-hmm. your boot camp, right? Yeah, I had to go uh, back and finish my... The next year, you then went... Did you go to school the next year? So or did you... Uh, like Army school? Yeah. Yeah, so I finished my senior year and then went back and finished up my yeah. my training for my okay. job, and yeah. then was yeah. deployed uh, stateside uh, to right. support right. Operation yeah. Iraqi Freedom. So we sent uh, yeah. pretty much everything over overseas. Uh, my unit did so yeah. well, not everything, but you know, w- within certain yeah. units and stuff that were going over to Iraq, uh, we were we were shipping over the containers and putting tracking devices on them so they could know where they were at on the ocean. As they were traveling and huh. when they were, went to the port. So that was uh, – and that was stateside. I mean, it was very low stress. I was living it up, man. I mean, they gave me – I had my, my military salary plus my per diem plus they gave me a rental car to drive around. I lived in a furnished apartment. Uh, we were going Ooh. We were going to the clubs yeah. on the weekend, man. We were nice. – I was, I was underage and I had my – Life is good. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, yeah. I had two yeah. sergeants. You know, they were probably, you know, late 20s, early, th- early 30s. And because I was underage, I was their designated driver on the weekends. And so my job was to get them to the clubs. We'd go to the clubs and then I would take them out to IHOP or the Waffle House or something, get a good breakfast in them and then get them back to their apartments, make sure they got back in there safe. 
And so what they did to thank me for that, they bought me my own, you know, like Bud Light and stuff on the side and, you know, brought it to my apartment. And uh, so anyway, so that was my, my kind of my right after high school, which was, a, you know, it was, a, it was a formative time. And that's when I kind of sowed my wild oats that I didn't sow in high school. Mm. That's when I did all the stuff that, you know. A little late bloomer. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I kind of started running from my, what I felt the call to ministry from an early age. That's when I was like, oh, I don't know yeah. if I want to do that. It's more fun not being religious right now. And, you know, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. And then after that, went to Bible college shortly after. And the yeah. rest is history. The rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah. So, Aaron, where did you? Uh, it was after that YWAN trip that you got to introduce to Dr. Smith by Mr. Bagby by Mike. Yeah. So after that trip, we went down to. Um, well, you guys had sold your house in Hawaii while I was away on that trip and moved uh, back to Lawrence, Kansas. And so when I got back from the mission field, I was homeless, and kind of bounced from couch to couch for a summer. Nice. And I had some, yeah, I had some teachers um, that had reti- just retired and were going down to Central America um, to do some missions work down there, and so they were kind of doing a uh, with the youth and college kids at the church I had been a part of, uh, leading a trip down there, and so that's when I went and met this guy Randall Smith, who kind of just ended up really being the guy that drew me into full time ministry. So, but good, season. Yeah, it was a good, yeah, it was good, a good season. Well, I just, it's it's fun to see how those little decisions, um, you know, God uses yeah. to direct a life. Because if you guys, I don't know that if you guys had moved, if I had, or if you hadn't moved, um, if that would have been a choice that I made to go on that trip or not. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of cool. It is. It's awesome. So as we as we did, and we're I want to talk a little bit about um, what's it like being a mom to a pastor. So both your kids are in full time ministry. Um, yeah, what are the uniqueness of that? And then, I mean, maybe too, if you want to talk to the uh, church—I mean, not just our church, but just in general churches—as they, uh, you're you're in a unique position, right? You watch probably from a certain vantage point what pastoral ministry, both the 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 good and the bad side of that. What's something that you might say to churches to say, hey? Um, this is something you might want to think about um, as you, you know, just talk and treat treat uh, treat your pastor well. Hmm. Mm. Well, um, I'm you know being a, a the the mom, you know, uh, when I go there, I get so much good feedback from the church. Hmm. Ben is at now, and it has always been like that. Hmm. Amazingly hmm. enough, because you hear so many horror stories about being a pastor and how. Mm. Pastors are, you know, often, and I think every church that Ben has been at, um, of course, it helps him and Rebecca tremendously when they have a good church, mm-hmm. and you know, so um, even before they had kids, when they were in Darlington, I, we always felt like welcome. There was a wonderful church, I think, mm-hmm. especially as first time. Well, first time was the time full pastor mm-hmm. position in Darlington, and mm-hmm. then. Um, um, to see him grow there and, and, and do stuff, you know, just, yeah, it was great. And uh, also Astrop, Texas was, I think, also amazing oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. felt very, very good there. Very, uh, people were just great. And I, you know, from what, what we have seen and heard and, and, and this one, perfect. I mean, just mm-hmm. everything 
seems so nice and you mm. worry about that as a mom you know when mm. you mm. and and my my biggest thing is that um our relationship you know just because he is a pastor i tend to um sometimes bounce things off him you know and my my other sons too and stuff and asking questions about spiritual stuff and everything mm. but you have to be careful not to, to overdo it you know, so he has a whole congregation of people that he has to to pastor, you know, and and lead and everything. So I, I you know, I got to be careful not to to burden him with my personal stuff. I guarantee you, you're well, one of the top ones on the list, so you don't have to worry. About that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think it's important to to keep him in prayer. You know, mm. him and Rebecca and Ileana, because it is um, not easy to be in the ministry. I'm sure. Yeah. So, oh, can but I, can it, I tug the, on that? the reward is to see and to hear what people mm -hmm. say about him. Mm -hmm. That's that awesome. is that is amazing. That's a blessing, you know. And so, yeah, when um, mm -hmm. you know, and the way the congregation has um, welcomed him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, That's very awesome. very thankful for that. That's awesome. You bring up something that might be worth tugging on a little bit, and that's mm -hmm. that that idea that yeah. we are son we're sons, but we're also pastors. Yeah. Um, and sometimes in your guys' lives, we get yeah. to probably play both roles. How, yeah. how do you, how have you navigated uh -huh. that? Because I, I love that she mm -hmm. sees that, she mm -hmm. listens to you, wants mm -hmm. to feel that, but also wants to yeah. respect that like you, you do that for a lot of other people's. And so trying to yeah. have, have yeah. not pull on that string too much yeah. and, and also continue to mom you. Yeah. How have you navigated yeah. being on the other end of both of those roles? Yeah, I guess it's kind of similar with uh, to my mom as it is like with, yeah. with my brothers and the rest of my family is, um, you know, they're all at different places probably in their life and, and faith journeys and different things like that. And so I, I, I try my best not to... Um, be one who's you know like where where my uh, what I do on Sundays always has to flow into everything else. You know, I I, tr I try yeah. to have other another side of me where I can be. Mm. I'm pastor on on a Sunday, but then I could just be a son when I'm with her and be a brother when I'm with my brothers. Um, yeah. And if 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 faith comes out in that, then it's going to be more natural than me, you know, coming and you know trying to you know put doctrine in, you know, and, sure. and hopefully that'll be more of a natural. But yeah, I've 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 kind of always just tried to just be be who I am in those relationships as, you know, in, in our family rather than approach it as, well, I'm I'm a pa I'm I'm a pastor and so I'm gonna be, you know, sure. gonna bring this into our relationship. So um anyways. Nice. Yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. I, I mean, I guess we'll let let your mom share and then if you want to sure. kind of answer that too. Yeah, no, I mean, most of the churches Aaron has been in have been, I remember the first time he preached in mm. Sebring, Florida. I mean, I was yeah. turned yeah. away so he wouldn't see me cry, and I was so proud of him. And everybody <laughs> was so encouraging. I mean, this is when he was first. Yeah. Like, they're putting these young kids in the pulpit, and, mm. you know. It was probably 50 minutes long and had 17 points. <laughs> but well, you've always been very organized speaker I've learned concise is uh, probably better <clears throat> but what I would say to the church yes pray for it but I, mm. your pastors do mm. so much more mm. than you think they do mm. uh, I yeah. mean the time and energy and just you know helping with the facilities mm. and throwing away they couches. do a lot more than you think they do yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. What about, what about you? And how do you approach your relationships with your parents and 
siblings? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think with my parents, it's pretty easy. Like, they're pretty good about spoiling me, um, and just I always feel like loved and cared. So that that role's always intact. Um, I think over the years, yeah. It's I mean, especially as you get to like approach forty years old and stuff. They they I I've seen it just a, as a the longer I've been in ministry, a growing interest in allowing me to have influence and encouragement in their lives. And so, like you said, that I think that happens. I think it's good to let that happen naturally and not try to force it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think as they just, uh, again, speak admiration and encouragement to me, it's like it emboldens me to feel like I can voice concerns or direction or feel that I can offer wisdom um, as a son. And that's probably not unique to being a pa- pastor, I think that's just the parent-child relationship as you grow up a little bit, maybe maybe a little more pronounced uh, because of the role we, we play as, as spiritual shepherds. Mm. Um, but I don't have parents who are overly arrogant or think that they're always right. Um, I think that's one of the things they modeled well was that they're, they, they can admit their faults. Um, and that's something that I think was very meaningful to me is never trying to justify uh, poor behavior or attitude. Um, I never necessarily felt like my parents did that, and so that's something that I regularly try to do with my kids. Because I do, I am impatient with my kids. Um, but when I when I flip pop a top or something, I always try to go back and have that conversation of I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that was I think that was something one that the Bible encourages, but two um, was fairly easy for me because I I have I had parents that I think were willing to receive critique or or admit. Uh, mistakes or faults as well. Um, and so, yeah, and with my brothers too, just when we're in proximity, um, mm. it's like you said, if uh, uh, there's been seasons maybe where my brother, like my younger brother in particular, was maybe a part of the congregation I was. And so, as, as such, I felt more of a responsibility to um, shepherd his soul and be maybe a little more direct. Um, whereas if we're just in the same town and he's attending another church, that he's got a shepherd, mm. and like you said, yeah. I can just be more of a brother, um, and just mm. encourage him as a brother in Christ. Um, and so, like you said, depending yeah. on the situation, I think just mm. letting that um, play out the way that it, it needs to. Um, so, anyway, that's kind of how. I've and being an now. uncle, yeah, to his children mm-hmm. and stuff too. That yeah. is fun. Yes, yeah. those I mean, my nephews are a riot. I mean, they are characters <laughs> for awesome. sure. Well, and one thing Pat's dad did that I always kind of loved what Pat's dad did, what Aaron's mm-hmm. dad did, Pat. He would tell the boys when some, they did something wrong, mm-hmm. he would say, the next time, mm-hmm. I promise you, mm-hmm. if you heard those words, yeah. And you, and the next time you did, it was... He's a man of his word. Yeah. I can <laughs> yeah. tell you that much. Yeah. <clears throat> Set the good boundaries and... <laughs> but, you know, you got, yeah. you got the notice. Yeah, right. You got yeah, the notice. Fair warning. Mm-hmm. What I, uh, Randy used mm-hmm. to say, it, the, um, the time between the pronouncement of judgment and the carrying out of judgment, that is grace time. <laughs> yes, absolutely, yes. Yep. So, grace period. And that can be very short. <laughs> yes, depending on your decision making. That's awesome. Well, that's uh, well. Thank you, guys. I mean, one one last chance. Any stories you want to get in? Any last words that you want to say before we land the plane on the momcast here? No, but I think just like you, Udi and I said before, mm-hmm. we are feel extremely blessed mm-hmm. and, yes. and honored to have you as our sons. Mm-hmm. 
And, yes. you know, we just want you to keep being encouraged and um, mm-hmm. yeah, bring the bread, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah. bring yeah. the bread. I like it. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, uh, yeah. thank you guys for the role that you played because I, I yeah. can guarantee you that yeah. we wouldn't be the men we are right. today if Absolutely. it wasn't for the long suffering of of you you two women so yeah yeah absolutely hey we look pretty good for all that long suffering don't we? <laughs> you yeah. bet yes. yeah and Why thank help? you also for all of your your listens on the podcast too so that was well. you know it's I, I mean all of your 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 kids all of your boys you know you found ways to to support them in all of their different endeavors and you know, this is just one little thing, this little podcast that we're doing. And it's just something that we do because we can and it's fun, you know. And and so it's just always yeah. fun. It, it's been neat to to have you all knowing that you're listening and knowing that whenever we say stuff, we may hear about it in a conversation later on. So um, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, we're what, a, what an awesome privilege it is to um, to have uh, you in our lives, you're a gift uh, from God to us. And like Aaron said, we wouldn't be who we are without you in our lives. So. Well, I'll be up in June, so we'll have yeah. to get together. Oh, it. nice. Yep. Okay. Yep. That'll be great. We'll, we'll, let's do it. Let's do a dinner together. We'll bring everybody together and maybe yeah. we can, maybe we can get Larry to smoke some, something for us or something. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And thank you guys for your podcast every week. Yeah. I love it. I can't wait till it comes out. Yeah. It's such a blessing, and I do have to admit, I sometimes have to look up words because Aaron is very yeah. articulate too, and everything. Yeah. And Thank the you. I have to like, oh, what's that word? You know, I learned a lot. That's good. So That's wonderful. You. That's what we want. Well, yeah. to our listeners, what I will say is, if you have, after listening to this, if you have mm-hmm. questions for our moms, um, feel free to email them in to yeah. Ben or I, and we can maybe do a follow up momcast one of these days, yeah. and see what the people want to know. And I think this is a good thing for Father's Day. Yeah, oh. we'll, we'll do. Oh, yeah. we, 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 that'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, well, it's yeah. a whole different perspective. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It go. would yeah. be. It would be. Yeah. Very yeah. We'll, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Good stuff. Have a great day. Have a blessed uh-huh. day, everybody. Thank All right. You. To our listeners, uh-huh. beware of the bears. And grace uh-huh. and peace uh-huh. out. Bye, moms. Right. Adios. Love y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>